All right, today's agenda, we're going to talk about the new character in Smash, Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl, Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania, Cookie Run Kingdom, and just look out for what games I'm looking forward to this coming month. Welcome to GameSubs 3, which stands for Game Supplements. My name is Vincent, people call me Vin, so this is used as a supplement for my stream where I give more condensed and concise thoughts of games I play such as gacha games, Nintendo games, and PC games. I enjoy gaming, anime, martial arts, and dancing. I'm also a foodie, but I'm very picky with vegetables. So let's just start off with some Smash news. The new character for Smash, I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys know who it is because it's like trending almost in a lot of places sora is the new character in smash dropping on october 18 along with some me costume octoling jude and doomslayer sora is a great addition and a great way to end the smash dlc although i'm not a kingdom hearts fan i can see the appeal in the character he's floaty and he seems like the master of air he got similar bayonetta like combos with his side b and most of the attacks are just combos. So he seems like a very combo-heavy character. And the costume looked great, especially that timeless one. So I can't wait to try him out when he drops. I already have the Fighter's Pass too, so I'm ready to get down and boogie with that. Next, we have Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. The game does feel a little clunky, but you get used to it after a while. And to me, the graphics matches the cartoon-like aesthetic that Nickelodeon gives. So I was playing as Toph as my main character because she reminded me of Little Mac where I just wanted to be on the ground most of the time. And one thing I noticed that when I'm doing Toph's air attacks and stuff like that, when I'm doing like a side aerial attack, there seemed to be like extra directional movement in the direction that I'm moving. So my side attack timing kind of went over the enemy so many times. I don't, I don't know. I might have to just get used to it, but that that's like that, that kind of annoys me just a little bit. Um, some of the maps are pretty whack, though. <laughs> like the the one with the kitchen, I believe it's Powder Toast Man stage when there's the bowl of milk in the middle, and I just stood on the spoon and I just kept dunking on Patrick so quick. The match only lasted thirty less than thirty seconds, and it was the three stop match. I was playing tough, and I felt like. Once the opponent got hang of the range, though, when I was playing versus mode, um, I had to like mix my moves up some more. Her favorite, my favorite, is probably the strong forward attack. It sends like a a wave of rocks, like the Hulk's gamma wave, you know, from Marvel's Capcom. In, in that whatever direction, left or right, the down strong though could be misleading because I don't know which way I'm facing. Like the arch comes out and then force comes down, right? But I feel like if they're too close to you also, it misses them. So you got to kind of like make sure you kind of space yourself correctly on that. The up strong seems like a Greninja side B where you can like, the longer you hold it, the further out it goes. And then it'll launch from that where wherever the shadow is. It's pretty nice. It's pretty strong. It is a lot. The game is a lot faster than Smash Bros for sure. Um, but it feels like this still needs a bit more polishing compared to like the feel of the smash attacks and the movement. And I believe by the time recording it, there have been like crazy infinites, like Sandy's infinite jab lock, but they did patch it already. So they'd already dropped like a patch and it has been like less than a week for since the game came out. So doing good, the devs are listening. All right, so let's talk about Super Monkey Ball 
Banana Mania. I remember playing Super Monkey Ball back in the day in the GameCube era. The game still encapsulate the puzzle marble rolling goodness that I remember back in the day. I do recall multiplayer being the most fun though. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to play multiplayer yet. I got the game on Steam, so you can actually remote play together remotely with different people. I also got the deluxe pack, so it comes with Sonic, because I, I really wanted Sonic, so I just got that because it came with Sonic. It's nice though, because the banana changed the rings, and it also makes the ring sound when you pick it up. Um, when I was playing, I played the story mode. It was pretty fun, like just playing, and then people were just watching. It was very enjoyable. One, <laughs> I spent one map 30 minutes because I was trying to get the the super hard red goal because some maps have like multiple goals you can do to pass it i really wanted to get to the hardest one so i spent like 30 minutes on that and then one of them was actually no that map didn't actually i didn't spend 30 minutes but i spent a good chunk but another map i spent 30 minutes on was like a launching one which was like a pole in the middle and it's like super random where uh you get launched up but if you like hit the the pole wrong you can curve around it and then you like launch an air like diagonally <laughs> so it was i felt like it was a pretty rng but it was still a fun time i can't wait to try multiplayer though i feel like that will be a way more fun like that monkey target the monkey shoot one seems like one of the best ones i played i i think that's what it was because that's the one i remember playing back in the gamecube i feel like that's the same exact one where you actually play like uh, area 51 kind of thing where everyone just get a cursor and try to shoot, try to get most points all as well as trying to complete the level. So you're like cooperative co-op. No cooperative. Competitive co-op. That is the word. <laughs> We're going to talk about the gacha game I've been playing quite a bit. It seems to be a somewhat old game, but there's like seems a resurgence of people playing this game right now. It's great though. Uh, the game is called Cookie Run Kingdom. I started playing this because I have a streamer friend, Keylan Pipe. He was streaming this and he was playing it and it looked pretty good. Like there's a lot of progression and stuff like that. And I looked it up some more and there was seemed to be a Sonic the Hedgehog collab. So I straight up just jumped on that. You may have seen this game on ads quite a bit because I know I've been seeing them on like YouTube and Twitch. Especially if you're into gacha games, you probably see it. Uh, a lot more often which i am right i'm into gacha games that's, that's what the section is about but you may also know cookie run from like the running platformer like temple run but this is like a different thing it's the kingdom version you can build a kingdom here you can put buildings down you can upgrade your buildings with uh, materials that you get from buildings <laughs> or like from chopping trees and stuff like that and you can also have buildings that increase your stats, like landmarks and stuff like that, which is great. And there's also decorations. You can decorate the way you want. There's like, they give you a lot of space for all this building stuff. But yeah, this is a gacha game. You pretty much, the way it works that you have five cookies uh, for your team. And each cookie has their own stats and abilities with cooldowns. And you get your cookies from the gacha. They also have a treasure gacha which is technically like buffs that you could put onto your party. Some are passive, some are active. You get three of them max. So those also have their own level ups. And of course, the, the gacha for the cookies have a star system, I guess. So if you get dupes, you get these soul stones, which are like shards. Um, then you can make your current... You want to have one copy of 
of that cookie, obviously. And then when you get more copies of it, it just gives you soul stones. And then when you get a certain amount of soul stones, you can upgrade the star rare the star power of your cookie, make them stronger. So there is about five uh, rarities, I believe. Common, rare, epic, legendary, and ancient. Ancient and legendary have the same stats. I mean, it's that same property of coming out. But there's two ancient cookies in the current gacha, and there's only one legendary. So uh, the ancient rates are double. But I mean, that's not the point. The way that the battle system works, let's just go over that, is that you, each battle has like, each level or battle has their own mini battles and you kind of run through them. So you start off running and then you run into the first battle and then you just battle it out. You know, you type your skills, um, the characters auto attack, um, there's specific categories that each cookie belongs to. Like there could be a bomber, there could be a tank, there could be a charge, there could be a support, there could be a healer, there could be assassin, there could be range. So whatever, whatever kind of type they are, that that's kind of what kind of attack they do. Like bomber, they do AOE damage when they attack, kind of thing. But yeah, so you destroy that, and then you run into the next battle, and then sometimes there's some obstacles where you gotta jump or a slide. So they do have that in there. So um, as you're running, your cooldown's kind of still going. Uh, so you can like do your skills and then you have like 16 second cooldown and then they give you like a three second buffer so you technically it's a 13 second cooldown in between battles but of course in pvp is a different story <laughs> but anyways as i was starting this apparently when you start a guest account you name your kingdom but when you name it no one else can use that kingdom name so when i was making a second account because i was trying to re-roll I couldn't name the same thing, so then I named so the first one I named Vincente, right, which is V I N S O N T E. Then I was like, I can't use this, so I spelled Vincente differently, V I N S A W N T A Y, <laughs> as the second one. And I'm like, you know what? I'm done rerolling. I'm not gonna come up with new names or whatever. I don't like putting numbers and stuff in my names, so I just stuck with that. Okay. And when you're starting off, you don't get that many gems and diamonds as when the first game, when the, when you, the game first launched. So I don't think it's really worth it. And then with the events and everything, I get quite a bit of gems. So it's pretty free-to-play friendly. And so far, I'm still free-to-play. And I'm doing fairly well. I got stream lucky though, because on my fourth temple, I got a legendary cookie, the Sea Fairy cookie. She does like AOE attacks with with her ability and that targets five cookies for massive damage and it does a three second stun on them. This there's five cookies on the team? She has five cookies exactly. It makes you think, right? As a for healer, I'm still using starter healer, custard cookie the third. I'm hoping to get the best healer though. Pure vanilla cookie, I believe is the father of Cluster Cookie, but I'm not sure. I I skipped most of the story, but I enjoyed the gameplay so far, so I'm enjoying that. And then for the tank, I worked my way from the starter cookie, which is strawberry cookie. And then I'm, I got avocado cookie, which is a rare. And then I finally got moon rabbit cookie, which is the epic. And then I just recently got ho holly berry cookie, which is the ancient. But I, I like the synergy that moon rabbit brings because moon rabbit apparently does AOE damage, heals your party, and that scales all on attack. 
so that very works well with me because I just like having the healers and healing each other, especially when I have Sea Fairy as my main carry. Um, everyone use Sea Fairy is like super meta though, like S tier, S tier meta. <laughs> Anyways, but I did also get Rai Cookie. He is like the dual wielding gunner that deals damage and likes to use attack speed. The skill he gives gives attack speed greatly increased for himself, so he can just keep shooting. And then later I got Pomegranate Cookie, which gives uh, quite a bit of attack buff for a skill, and it gives slight heals to the whole party. So I've been waiting for Almond Cookie. That could help my Ride Cookie get, do AoE damage. But she, I enjoy her. She's, she's very good. So that's my like main party. I have Moon Rabbit Cookie as the tank. I have Sea Fairy Cookie as the main DPS. I have Ride Cookie as like backup DPS. And then I have Custard Cookie as the healer. And then I have Pomegranate as the support, pretty much. That's her support role. There's a lot of progression in this game, though. I'm enjoying it so far with all the progression. There are many ways to make your units stronger, like skill upgrades and stuff like that. And recently, I just unlocked the laboratory, which apparently you can research to buff certain cookie types. And also, among other things, like EXP gain or less stamina usage on specific things. Uh, story mode or dark mode. Dark mode is like the harder version of the story. And there's quite a bit of buildings to put down. And you, there's so many decorations you can put down too. Because I just, cause the game has been out for a while. So a lot of stuff to put down. So you, your creative mind can go wild. The only problem is when you kind of want to swap buildings. It kind of takes a while. <laughs> or you want to completely rearrange everything. It takes a while to move from place to place. And there is PvP in this game, and there's also guilds in this game. And the guilds have guild bosses that you can fight. And there's also a guild gacha in that guild thing. Uh, and there's guild levels. So there's progression in there that I enjoy. Um, so there's a lot of multiplayer stuff. Right now there is a PvP event where you need three teams instead of one. So that's a nice twist. So the way that guild battles work though, let me get back to this, is that you fight this dragon and then you every time you defeat it it levels up and it comes back so you keep fighting until the week ends and then there's a ranking thing at the end then everyone gets the reward so that's there and then there's also bounties which for the skills and then there's also the sea island part where um, as you unlock stuff, you unlock islands, and then the islands have pirates on them. You defeat them, and then it becomes passive income as well. So you can have passive stamina regen, more stamina regen, more EXP jelly, which is used for gaining EXP, and stuff like that. So that's great. There's a lot of stuff to build on. You can build your base, or you can build your units, or you can build both. You know, Usually you want both because that's the whole point. You want to make your team stronger. But that's how what much as I'm gonna say for now for Cookie Run, and for the next section here, we're gonna talk about the games I'm looking forward to. I am currently playing Metroid Dread. I'm enjoying it. I'll discuss it more in the next episode because I'm still playing it. Uh, I usually do do want to discuss this, but I don't want this to be too long. There's already a lot of games on here that I'm talking about, especially when I'm talking about Cookie Run so much because I'm enjoying it a lot. And Back for Blood is just around the corner. Unless you bought the non-standard edition, which I didn't. I have the standard edition. So 
you could already play that if you had the non-standard edition. But if you have standard edition, you gotta wait till October 12th to play. Otherwise, uh, you have early access, right? And then Jackbox 8 Party Pack is coming out on Thursday, which October 14th. So I'm excited for that. I'm gonna be streaming it. If you guys wanna join in, you guys are welcome to. Just hop into my Switch stream. I'm gonna be playing that, I believe, 6 p.m. Pacific time for that. But anyways, yeah, check out my stream. Check out my discords. Let me know what you got into. Uh, if you enjoy these games, let me know your thoughts and everything. And with that, later days.